Hello everyone, welcome to Dwell and Delve. The podcast where we talk about all things property, home and moving and lifestyle as well. Nice. I'm James. And I'm Tanya. Welcome. This is podcast number one. It is number one. And this is our probably third take, is it? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, definitely it, our third take. We've got all the gear <laughs> yeah. and no idea. And we're in my own living room in my house and I am nervous AF. <laughs> it is really nerve wracking. It is, it is because really we've got all of this set up. We look like professionals from the outside, but we're kind of... We're amateurs. Like yeah, we're, we are. We're full on amateurs. In the, po- in the contest of podcasts. Because we are professionals in the property industry, obviously. Well, yeah, we actually sell homes. Yeah. We actually sell homes. as well. Professionally. Yeah. <laughs> and so, have fun at the same time. Agreed. Have Definitely. fun. Definitely. I, I love my job. Didn't you say earlier you've been doing it 19 years? 19 years. How do you still love a job after 19 years? You know, it was. I actually got to a point where I didn't love it. And I was very, very close to walking away and... I actually inquired with, I think it was London School of Barbering. I was like, I'm going to become a barber. I'm going to open up my own barber shop and I don't have to worry about selling houses anymore. Oh my God. But a recruiter called me and said, you know, consider this online, you know, hybrid agency. Yeah. Rather than being high street. It was the high street I was bored with sitting in an office at 8 a.m. Um, call outs. Call outs. Come up to head office. Let's have a meeting. Let's do a group ring out session. KPIs. Oh, love it. Ick. Not. Ick territory. Yeah. Um, big ick energy. Uh, big big ick ick energy. energy. <laughs> B-I-E. B-I-E. And um, that is big ick energy, isn't it? Yeah. Also, you have to be really, really slow when you say big ick energy because you could, could mispronounce go wrong. it. It could go really wrong. quickly. Um, and yeah, so I, I ended up there and it was actually going to be like my last ditch attempt. I was going to be like, no, if I don't enjoy selling homes anymore here then it's not for me and I've got to walk away. And thankfully, I did really enjoy it. Oh, and nice. here we are. And so that took you to London. So you, because you're from Broadstairs, Broadstairs. down by the Cape Coast, aren't you? So you and you moved from Broadstairs to London, back to Broadstairs. Yeah, just moved back. I've, I've been back in Thanet now, so the area for about 18 months. Nice. Um, but we we had a little bit of a, a short stay in Margate where we were for a year, which was lovely, Get to go down the beach, walk the dogs, but we just moved into a house in Broadstairs, which is amazing. And we're in the middle of renovating the sitting room, which is hellish. But it's, it's all fun. Yeah. It's all fun. Nice. It feels weird doing, it feels weird renovating a home for me rather than just talking to people about their moves. It feels weird it being me doing it, yes. not helping someone else. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Hmm. Because we're planning on filming in your living room next time, aren't you? Absolutely. Because it should be done. Yeah, That'd be good. But that's interesting that you moved into London for work and then back out because yep. I think it was last well, it was last year, 2022, that more than 150 households moved to the commuter belt or yep. beyond yep. for more space, better lifestyle, that, that, that kind of thing. So... And I see, I don't know about you, but you, you may see a lot of Londoners coming out to the coast. Seven I see a lot, I see, I've seen a flurry of people that have post-COVID moved uh, out further for more space, but then yep. they've realised they need to spend more time in the city, so they're coming back. Yep. And equally, I still see Londoners now, like one of my clients is moving out to get more for their money in the, in the, in the greener areas of yeah, Kent. Yeah, nice. So it's quite, it's quite popular, isn't it? Yeah, and I think we're now, now we're post, like properly post-COVID, although it's obviously still around, cat's out of the bag, that I think we're, we will see more people transition and it'd be more fluid. I think we saw mm. prior to COVID, it was like mass move to London, like everyone wanted to be in, well, loads of people wanted to be in London. 
then COVID hit, people moved out. But I think it was, I was reading earlier, 30% of homes that have rented between January and May this year in London are people returning to the city, like people who are coming back. They used to live there, they used to own or rent, but they're now moving back. So as you say, it, it, it coincides with what you said around people have realised they've got the space, but actually they're in the city more now. Companies are saying, well, we've got these huge offices which we pay hundreds of thousands of pounds for a year. Yeah. We're going to need to use them. You can't just sit at home on your computer all day. Yeah. So there is, I think we're going to see a much more fluid movement, much more fluid. And obviously working patterns will change as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm seeing a lot more clients are saying to me now, you know, oh, covid or post covid i was in i was at full, yeah, full time at home work from home yep. full time and then now it's more like two three days back in the office people have got that balance i had a couple clients they actually moved to norfolk and yep. they um one of them actually comes down and, uh, to london monday to the oh, really? wednesday and then thursday travels back up home nice. it's very nice they get a That's balance nice. yeah it's really lovely and i think that it's a better quality of life for them they moved out of london to to yep. have that quality of life, which was lovely. And I mean, that's not dissimilar to me. I, yep. I've i been in the industry nearly 10 years and I lived in South East London most yep. of my life. And then my boyfriend moved from up north and he was like, no chance am I living in the city. <laughs> so we moved out to Kent and live in a lot more like, more greener space. But then it only takes me 25, 25 minutes, 20 minutes to get to some of the properties I work with. Yeah, it's really nice. But it's not for everyone. I think that when people make that move out to from the city to some of the lovely little Kent villages or whatever outside of London, they feel they still need something. I was speaking to one lady yesterday. She was like, I'm happy to be without London, but I just need to be near a train station so that I can, I've got that tire back in if I want to go back in for lunch and have drinks or whatever. Because if you've had that around you for such a long time, I mean, I had it around around me for such a long time and I enjoy it, but I don't feel like I need it. And I I drive everywhere. So I'm happy to pop back in. But most people, if they use public transport a lot, they want that kind of, that's that security net of having... It's like still being within touching distance yes. so that they don't feel like they're too isolated. Exactly. It was it was actually quite strange. And when I moved back down to like my area now where I'm in Thanet, it was really weird adjusting because, you know, living in London, there was so much around and some, something going on at all times of the day, whether it be in one pub or another pub or, you know, taking the dogs for a walk and there'd be an event in the park. That does happen in these rural areas. It's just there's less of it. Yeah. But you make more of a you know more of an event day, so it actually is something you really look forward to rather than it just being there all the time. Like I didn't Constant. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so you've been in the industry for ten years. Yeah, said, nearly, 10. nearly ten. Yeah, nearly ten. So, what led you? Because you're self-employed now, like myself. Yeah. What was the shift for you going from the company you used to work for to being your own boss? Because it's it is a big move. People don't realise security goes everything and it's all on you it's not the name above the door yeah I think so just just uh, I worked my employer was at I think one of the best that I'd worked for in my career yeah which was lovely my my, my previous employer and the culture was good you know there were no complaints in that respect they like any corporate company they rejigged figures my pay started to change and I was already feeling I mean, I, I'm very all or nothing. I throw everything at my job and I yep. did that even in employed role. So I found it very stressful trying to keep to my own standards as well as the company standards because yep. mine always exceeded what they wanted, Fair but in not. different ways. It was very strange um, for me. And so I would get very worked up about yep. things that I couldn't control. 
and there was so someone someone that I knew had left the industry uh, sorry not left the industry but they'd left the high street model to go and work for themselves yep. and they sort of said to me look Tanya because it, I was I was a manager in that in that position and there were times when maybe I'd deal with one client and then their wife would go to a Pilates class and tell all their friends. Yep. And then like two or three of the friends in the Pilates class came to Tanya at that workplace, yeah. not the workplace. And then, yeah. So that kind of made me think this is so much more, it's not about the brand. It's yep. very much about the people and people only use brands because the, the person that they get to speak to is someone that they like. Yep. So I thought if I, if I can build up that trust with people and I really, and I love what I do and I've got like passion and drive, yeah. that's something that I've never not had. I've always had that. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go and do it because I love helping people. And as long as I love what I do, I think that I'll find it within me to, to go and succeed. Yeah. And for me, some people do this because, I mean, obviously the money is better, but that's not the be all and end all for me. I think for the past 18 months, two years, I've probably been no better off it's only yep. now that it started to pick up which is lovely but then yep. it's it goes hand in hand you kind of do the job right you love what you do and then the money just comes naturally yeah um i say about my money my, obviously we all go to work to earn a living absolutely but i think when you love what you do it just happens as it's like a nice happy byproduct if it that is. makes sense sorry i'm starting to smile because i can hear one of your beautiful dogs snoring oh pickles <laughs> pickles so if anyone can hear the snoring, it's that gorgeous little baby. Pickles! Thank you. <laughs> Come oh, on, where we right. were, where were we? Sorry, I cut into you. So you were talking about... Um, Passion, love of the job, that sort of thing. It, yeah. So yeah, uh, gap. Then what am I saying next? So now, yeah, so now I've been self-employed for two, or running my business. I've got a small team around me, which is lovely, nice. for the past two and a bit years. Yep. And it is really enjoyable. I think I was saying to you earlier, I was really lucky to go to a client's house yesterday and she was gifted some, like, a, a, a KitchenAid uh, stand mixer and she got one for a friend and she gave it to me. I think that is amazing. That is so sweet lovely and so i feel like it's like it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside when you've got clients that become like we were saying earlier friends yeah you get to that point where you've de dealt with someone for three to six months say and you've been messaging them talking to them calling them all the time yeah and then you kind of i don't know about you but i get close to exchange and i'm like these people i'm not going to speak to anymore it's quite sad it feels weird doesn't it you're like yeah. it feels like the, the relationship stops but it does, actually doesn't have to like no. people forget that you can still be friendly with people. Like I, I sold a house recently for a couple and two ladies bought it and they are so lovely. They've got gorgeous dogs as well. And um, they, they've they already invited me around and said, you know, when we're having a housewarming party, it'd be great for you and your husband to pop around and see what we've done to the place. And I cannot wait. I genuinely cannot wait to go back around there because they are lovely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's nice when you... It's also... It's about you. It's you as a person. Yeah. So you, you've already mentioned people. Yeah, they chose you because they liked you. It's not the brand above the door. No. But you feel it's more about you in your own role and more about what you're doing to help them. Yeah. And I think, you know, you go to bed and you've put, you've tied a sail up and someone's going to be able to move. It's, it's such, such a good feeling. It's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely. And you just think, I'm genuinely pleased that they're actually going to do what they want to do and they're going to buy the home that they want to buy and they're yeah. going to create this amazing space for them or their children or their family. It is amazing. I mean, I also love the architecture and thinking about ripping down walls, but like Kirsty also like knock down every wall. But the, the people side of it, it, I think people forget that 
with it doesn't matter how much you love architecture it doesn't matter how much you love just homes in general or being nosy and looking what looking at what people do if you don't get the people side of it right no. you will never succeed because 100%. people won't trust you they won't they won't listen to what you're saying yeah no i totally agree i think and that's that's one of the reasons why we chose to do this wasn't it because yep. we we've we've discussed it plenty of times and there are <laughs> there are questionable individuals in the industry i think it's the best way to put it isn't it really it's really polite very polite very polite but there are quite a lot of yeah, the people that just don't care. They're, they're, I mean, yeah. the, the thing is with this industry is it, there is real potential. Maybe on the high street, I suppose, if you're coming from uh, in, in an entry level, you, there is potential to earn well. Yeah. And therefore, you get people that come into this industry just motivated by money. Yeah. And that's the be all and end all for them. And as a result, the service standards and the clients come second. And that's where... I think that that's that is where service standards slip and, yeah. and where people get this kind of stigma of estate agents only care about their commission. Yeah, they, exactly. they don't they don't care about anyone else. They lie. There's 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 this whole massive stigma and uh, and you know this perception of bad estate agents and that yeah. one of the was one of the reasons we wanted to do this, wasn't it? Because Absolutely, we yeah. we we thought it would be really nice to talk about you know some aspects of moving and how to make it less stressful and yep. more enjoyable and what you can do to to help yourself move but then also things like what I mean what have we planned we've got our, an interior designer we've we're in, we're in contact with you've got we've got a florist florist so and I'm excited about the florist because we're going to do a halloween special with that one which is going to be amazing a few things coming up with that um builders because we want to talk about you know what do you have to think about when you'll want to renovate your home because it's yeah. not just as easy. People think, I'll put a bathroom there, but they don't realise that actually all the services are on the other side of the home. So it doesn't it doesn't always work and it's it can good be quite costly. Exactly. Good ideas. So builder, I'm trying to remember what else you've got now. There's actually so much planned. I think, I think we were planning on uh, an interior designer, the builder, the florist, um, maybe even, like, we spoke about solicitors, surveyors, a mortgage advisor, yeah. Any, anything that's helpful for not just moving home, but actually you know throughout the process too because if you move into a property yes you will have engaged a mortgage advisor at the start yep. of the process but then afterwards you might think some years down the line oh i'd quite fancy a, a really large kitchen extension Absolutely. and therefore I'd quite like to take some money out whatever and then you'll need to re-engage with your mortgage advisor and those are kind of the questions that we want to sort of i suppose help with. dwell and delve into <laughs> Excuse the, yeah, it's perfectly tied in there, wasn't it? No, but I think that that and, and this for us is is we are so not the the shiny shoe brigade, are we? We are, we not. are not the suit. No pinstripe suits. Oh, no, None we are of that. absolutely not. And I think that's where we are trying really hard to come away from that and provide as much value, advice, support. So what we'd love to do is hear from you. We'd would love to, you know, get get yep. thoughts and feedback about what you'd love to see from us, hear from us. Um, you know, yeah, I think that it's, it, it, it I mean you've said it was spot on. It's we want to hear from you because we want to know what you want to hear and we want to be able to create an environment where you get the information you want about renovating your home, buying a new home, choosing the right person to work with because yes. estate agents aren't regulated. And so choosing the right one actually is so important. Agreed. And, you know, we, there's so many things that we can delve into. I, want, I needed to get something in. You needed to. After you got both of them in, I thought I need to get one in. Um, but there's so many things that we will go into that I'm hoping will shine a light on things that people either don't think about or are even afraid to ask because 
I have buyers or sellers that ask me questions that they think are stupid or silly or, you know, or they feel stupid and silly asking them. And actually, they're quite normal. But because we work with those things every day, it's normal for us. Yeah. They do it once every 5, 10, 15, sometimes 50 years, some people yeah. haven't moved for. Yeah. So they're not going to know how things work. So ask the questions. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we, we were discussing this earlier, we'd quite like to talk about some of the lingo that we don't approve of. <laughs> was it like, what, what was it we said, I said earlier, three-piece bathroom suite. Why do estate agents put that in? Because what else is going to be in the bathroom? Yeah. Like there's a sink, there's a toilet and there's a bathroom, bath in the bathroom. It's a standard three-piece suite. Stop calling it a three-piece suite. Anyway, wash hand basin. Yeah. There's so many. We won't. We won't. We won't dwell into it now. Won't, <laughs> sorry, we won't delve into it now. But those are the kind of. I think we. Yeah, we'd like to go into all of that. We will we? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about and a lot to to shine a light on. As I've already said, delve into. <laughs> delve into. I was about to say it was on the tip of my tongue, and I didn't say it. I failed. No, I'm <laughs> you haven't. I'm having. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that. I mean, we we'd like to do these weekly, wouldn't we? Yep. And then I think we're kind of got the plan of uh, doing them seasonally as well. So we've got the Absolutely. Halloween special. We'd like to talk about some Christmas things. Definitely. And then have guest appearances and some lovely things to show you and some tutorials and all sorts of exciting things. So many things. But we would love to hear from you. If there's anything that you think, actually, I think that would be really interesting to see Tanya and James talk about or, you know, perhaps you've seen something funny in a listing, you know, that you thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe the estate just put that. Yeah, like send the weird photos. Send, send, send stuff us in, the weird please. photos. Yes, we would love to see it. Um, but yeah, I think that's like our first episode, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, I feel really proud of us. We've we, done good. We have, we've done well. <laughs> Give yourself a little pat back. Oh, thank, you thank you, James. Um, thanks very much. So please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Yep. And we will see you same place, same time next week. And thank you very much for sitting with us through any nerves that we may have had for our first episode. And we look forward to well hearing from you very soon. Take care. Bye.